0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Portable Magic Dispenser, a podcast for your school library, public library, or whatever. Um, today I'm going to be talking to you about tips for a successful author visit to your school library, or this could be applicable to the public library. Now, <clears throat> I'm aware that not everyone is fortunate enough to have a in-person author visit, um, throughout the year But if you are Hopefully this will be Some uh, help And These are just things That I've learned Over the last uh, Going on nine years now Trying to bring authors To the library It can be tricky It can be stressful But If you Have fun with it And go with the flow I guess For lack of a better term um, It will be fine and, and it will Obviously have a huge impact On The students In my opinion and there's been actual research done by the National Literacy Trust to show the impact that an author visit can have. And just from, you know, a base perspective here in the library, obviously their books are going to go through the roof, uh, borrowing-wise, and it, it to have an author come to see them in person is something pretty, pretty special. And, uh, we, you know, when I was a kid, we never had a school library or anything like that, or... Uh, a place where authors could visit, so uh, we had a room, but there was nobody there was definitely no events going on in there so it I kind of grew up thinking all authors were millionaires or it was some special job that you could do. I never thought that it was an actual thing anybody could actually do like a quote unquote regular person. I don't know how to explain that, but it just seemed something completely out out of this world and authors that I was reading seem to be in another on another planet than me so to bring them to students and to see yeah they're real people and to, to actually physically see them and talk to them is is pretty it can be a, a big moment for many students so i hope these are helpful so the first thing is essentially promote it uh to death okay so in the weeks and sometimes even back you know a month or so before or two months uh I will start to do the following. Uh, I definitely will contact my local bookshop and order. Um, I try to order 50 books uh, on a a sale and return basis. I sometimes do way more than that. Um, Depends on, obviously, the author or how excited I think they're going to be about it. Um, Books that aren't sold simply go back to the bookshop with no extra charge. So the bookshop that I work with also does a great deal on author visit books. I recommend Heath Books. They are located um, right here in where I'm in, in South London, in Sutton. But uh, they ship all over and they are amazing. So Heath's Books, H-E-A-T-H-S. Obviously send a letter home to parents of all students who are meeting the author, explaining that, you know, A, you're going to have this amazing visit, what time it is, and that books can be sold. And this is a tricky one for me because I am fully aware there are going to be students who can't afford um, books. But at the same time, uh, I want the author to come and see that the students are excited about the book. And I want students who are are able to purchase books, purchase books. So what happens is the library purchases some books, um, a small stack of them, and we give them away as prizes to the groups that have seen them now how do we identify students who weren't able to purchase books Um, we don't but i try to speak to students um who aren't who who are definitely excited engaged and i I speak to them as much as i can say you know look if you couldn't get a book today um we're going to have some prizes we're going to do some activities i'll do like a quiz about that author or that book or you know that activity um i will sometimes just basically say um look, if you really want a book today and get one signed and you don't have the money, we'll write your name down and then we'll work something out. And then 99.9% of the time they come back with the money. And if they don't, um, I'll be perfectly blunt, the library just eats the cost. And again, you may be sitting there going, well, that must be nice um, for him to be able to do that. But it's something that... I am fortunate that we can do, but it's something that, again, we are a state-run school, um, I've taken me, it's taken me nine years to get to this point where I'm able to do something like that, eat the cost of a, of a handful of books that the library, uh, that students want, so I do go over as above and beyond as I can to make sure everybody gets a book that they want, um, but I send a letter home, um, of course, giving the date, the time, location, a brief explanation of the, who the author is, what the book's about, um, Obviously, as I just said, I purchase extra copies of the books to give away and also to create a display around the library. I definitely put posters up to promote it. Even if, you know, let's say the author visiting just year sevens, I will still put posters up. And you know what? If what usually happens is I will promote it all over the school, um, in the library, the staff room, cafeteria. Um, I get students to put them up in the toilets, the student helpers, and I use Canva, C-A-N-V-A, to make cool-looking posters. You can do really cool stuff with Canva. Um, now, what I'll do is that if if the author only wants to see, or not only wants, but is only able to see year sevens, I'll say, look, if you're in year eight, if I, if I speak, see students in the library that I think, oh, they would really like this author, just haven't had time to get them into that year group, Let's say there's a year eight student. I'll say, look, he's going to be or they're going to be here at break or at lunch signing books, which is usually when I do it. Um, it you can still come in and meet them and get a book signed. And that I, I'm surprised sometimes how often year groups who the author hasn't seen, they'll come in to meet, this, meet, meet these authors. Um, I will also sometimes create bookmarks using Canva with the author's image, book cover, you know, any contact details on them to hand out to students, put up with the display, give them away for free. I will speak in assemblies for the year group that's meeting them to promote it. I will speak in staff briefings. So staff are aware of many staff have children or are interested in these books as well. Sometimes it's a young adult author. Um, I'll put it in the staff bulletin. I will email staff. I'll do the dreaded all staff email and say, look, this author's coming. You might want to... If you have a free, haha, free period, you could come and check it out. Or if you want to see them at break, lunch, they may they may be here. I will visit the tutor time, so or the homeroom time of the classes who are meeting the author to promote their books. And then again, I'm very lucky that you, uh, ages 11 to 13 come to the library twice a week for a uh, library lesson is What I'm trying to say, and that is a perfect built-in time to relentlessly promote. Their books and create events and activities around um, that story. So, Helen Rutter came, and I recommend Helen Rutter's books um, 110%. The Boy Who Made Everyone Laugh is a real gem of a book. Uh, All of her books are. And when she came or leading up to her visit, we, um, you know, we read extracts from the book and. We worked on the, the books about a boy who wants to be a comedian. We wrote our own jokes, you know, and we did an open mic with some jokes. I, I read from the book during an open mic that was leading up to it, on and on. There was a lot going on with that with that book. Um, Joanna Naden, we did a virtual visit with Dr. Joanna Naden, and their book um, is amongst many many things, but it involves something called the Caesar Shift, which is a, a code um as so we did a lot of code breaking exercise the entire time talking about the book and how it's related in library lessons. So when that year group meets the author, they would have had um an entire lesson um dedicated to their book, that that author's book. So when an author comes and is maybe thinking, well, oh, they don't know who you know who I am or has anything been done. To promote it, they will maybe they haven't all read it, but they've all been introduced to the story, which is it makes a big difference. Uh, I put a notice in the school newsletter, the staff bulletin, which I already said. Um, I promote the visit heavily on social media. I build it up, and I recommend doing that. Just taking a picture of the display you made, take a picture of the the bookmarks you made, take a picture of the activity you did in the lesson. Or take a picture of the book, of course, and say how excited you are to have the visit. It will just and then tag the publisher, uh, just to let them know. It's not really for me. It's not like it's not to let them know that hey, I'm doing something. I mean, obviously, it it is, I guess, but it's also to make the author for me to make the. If I was, I'm thinking like, what would I want if I was an author? I'd want to know that I was being. Valued that I'm being appreciated. I've heard stories of authors who go to schools and they just kind of wander in. No one knows why they're there, which I think is an absolute nightmare, travesty. So I try to make it a big deal when they're here. Roll out the red carpet as best uh, I can. Um, I uh, I get, you know, showing pictures of getting it set up for the event, the space they'll be performing in, whatever. You know, it just will generate this kind of this buzz all around it. Uh, I have our student library assistants read the book if they can, so they can promote it to their friends or just talk about it. Uh, The other thing is to to know your stuff, uh, and that might seem obvious, but you need to, in my opinion, need to read the book uh, or at least get to know the book as best you can. Uh, You don't have to read all 15 books in their series if they have something like that, but getting the gist of them so you can at least do... um, you know something with a with a sense of authority. When you're talking about a book to students, when I'm promoting books to students, I will, I will immediately tell them if I've read the book or not, because they can see through uh, lies really quickly, and I will tell them, "Hey, I haven't read this, but it looks really cool, and this is what I've read so far." So. I did that recently. I did that when I was reading. I read Cain Warriors by Alex Weedle, which I really recommend. I hadn't read it. This was before the uh, Carnegie announcement. It was up for the Carnegie Award. And it is amazing. It's a short book, and it's based on this true event, or it is part of this true event of this slave uprising in Jamaica in the late 1700s. And I just sat and read it in library lessons, and I went, you know, by the time I was page 25, I was like, hey, I haven't read this all, but this is what it's about so far. It is brutal. I mean, it is brutally sad and uh, just a tragic story, of course, but really well done. I mean, Alex Weedle is a, is the man. Um, he is amazing. So um, I also try uh, – I just want to be able to discuss the book with the author. And, again, getting the student library assistants to read it and provide maybe a synopsis is really good. Um there's nothing worse really than just standing from a huge group, maybe 200 or, th- in our, you know, sometimes in our case, 300 plus students, and you kind of look uh, like a fool not knowing the book. Um, being prepared, of course, um, is 100% uh, useful. <laughs> um, in addition to this, it, it's not an addition, but what do I mean by this, um, that might be like I'm spouting the obvious, but Here are the things I do in the weeks leading up to the author's event. to Sure, I'm not caught by surprise. This is to contact the author um, at least one week before the visit, maybe two, and then again in a week later um, to see how they're getting to the school. Do they need parking spaces at your school? Um, Do they need a lift from the train station or something? Uh, I always provide the author with my phone number because I'm not usually... I might not be at the in the library where we do have a phone, but I might be setting up for them, and they have a last-minute emergency. I just say, D- just drop me a text, so I just give them the number. If they're happy to, you know, text me uh, like that, it's never a problem for me. Um, again, it's always a tough situation. I've had it happen where uh, I haven't done given the author my number. And maybe they don't have the school number off in the mind, and they are stuck somewhere on a train that stopped or something in traffic. And I'm standing in front of students, and nobody knows where that person is. So it's tricky. So get the number, maybe of their publisher representative, their PR person, or them. See if see if they have anyone coming with them. Ask them um, if they have any electronic equipment. That is the big one. What re- electronic requirements are you bringing? A Mac, <laughs> or um a uh, what is it called p <laughs> what what is the other huge one pc um uh, along with you uh you know you have to have this stuff figured out do, Have do you have them do you need them do they need a mic do they need a projector screen speakers do they have sound what is their what are their requirements again it might seem obvious but little things kind of slip slip by um Again, I said this, but are they going to bring a publicist? Uh, Sometimes you'll be in direct contact with them, but it's good to know who's coming. Um, Inform the author of the size and age of the group they're meeting and describe the venue to them. Uh, Ensure their venue can hold that number of students. Uh, I have a horror story, no pun intended, with Darren Shan, who was amazing. He was great, but I booked a room that was under construction. I did not realize that because I didn't go in there until the last minute. I jammed way too many people in. He he was like, "This is amazing." They were cra- they were hanging off the walls. It was not a good situation. It was not health. This was pre-COVID, of course, and they were. This was definitely not health and safety um, compliant, in my opinion. But I it was nothing I could do. So anyway, check the room. Um, Tell the author, I don't mind doing this, I would tell the author how many students approximately of the group are going to know their work. Now, again, I will tell them about the library lessons and stuff, but i say, look, it's been borrowed, I won't maybe give them exact borrowing stats, but I'll say, look, this is how, this is probably how many students have read the book. Um, Have bottles of water available, tea and coffee, see if they want lunch, can you provide all that stuff. Um, Tell the author if you're planning on selling books at the event and ask if it's okay if they'll sign them, of course, break Lunchtime is the best time to do it, in my opinion. Um, alert reception to the fact that they are coming. Uh, the reception will be very grateful that they are coming, that you that they know that they're coming. Do they need a parking space, which I've discussed? Um, anything that the reception can do, get all the stuff ready. Again, dietary requirements. I'm jumping back to food. Um, if you, Just show, going that uh, extra mile. And... Um, have fun, I guess, is another one. We try to do something extra special with them. Um, our students are part of a podcast, and we ask, look, can you spend 20 minutes uh, being interviewed by some by some of our library assistants? And uh, unless it's a time requirement, they always say yes. So hopefully, if it's something like that, we've also done things where we played games, like five-second rule, which is a fun game, at, while they wait, just to kind of relax them. So I'll play it, the, the author will play it and some of our students. Um different stuff like that it makes it fun and, 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 and memorable um, but the podcast for us is a big one because they've really enjoyed that in my opinion after the visit I keep book sales going for another week I have the author sign a few more and I try really really hard to sell them but again they'll be used as prizes I will email the author publicist etc to thank them profusely for coming uh, I will write a blog post about the visit. Tagging the author, discussing how amazing it was, putting it on Twitter, putting it on Instagram. Um, I will com- keep promoting the book in library lessons, reminding the students how awesome their visit was and how the books are available to borrow, etc. Again, have fun. So it can be stressful, especially if things don't go to plan. But you just need to go with it, as I said at the beginning of this, um, <laughs> and then try to laugh about it later. I've had some huge mess ups, and it's not fun. And the author can get, um, you know, agitated, and you can get agitated, but it's not worth it. Uh, life's too short. But I've just tried to learn from them and do all these different things to to try to, you know, combat that and to make it as smooth uh, as possible. And if you approach the visit with a relaxed um, attitude, but are still enthusiastic and you embrace things as they come, uh, you'll get much more out of it. And that excitement will carry on afterwards. Um, you can create read-alike displays. You can promote them you know, with enthusiasm and keep the momentum going, uh, do different activities around it. They will remember the, their author visits, uh, hopefully fondly. Um, also, virtual visits work well. I love the in-person ones, but... Um Virtual visits are also really um great if if the author can't travel sometimes that will save for the library some money, but authors of course need to be paid um and need to be paid quickly that's the other thing um usually the the speed at which we pay them is out of my hands, but I will uh do the payment part up front everyone's system works differently so how we do it i will tell finance this is how much they're going to charge even if i don't have an invoice and i get that ready with finance this is happening this is how much it's going to be we need to make sure this is ready to go and then once i get the invoice and i will ask for the invoice early if i can get it once you get it it may because it may take a little we may you may realize that it may take finance a few weeks to process this stuff and then the author may think hmm where's my money and you don't want you are the face of it so you want to be sure that that um, the author's not not blaming finance unfortunately sometimes they just think well, this guy is slow on in, in in moving so you need to do that stuff early in my opinion but you have to work with finance to make sure um, that it all runs smoothly okay I hope that was helpful those are some quick tips on a smooth author visit and again, uh, if, if it's helpful at all, any, if you need any other hints or tips or anything I've learned, you can contact me on Twitter at Lucas J. maxwell, or you can email me at LML at Glenn Thorne, That's Glenn with one N and Thorne with an, one N and an E on the N, dot Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N, dot S-C-H, dot U-K. And that is the um, Author Tip Podcast. I hope that was useful. Take care, and I will see you later.